Welcome to the podcast at thatguitarlover.com. I'm your host, Ross Chevalier. I'm asked from time to time why I don't specify a volume pedal when building up a pedal board. Fair question, especially as a survey of all my boards reveal the presence of a volume pedal on all but two of them. So I guess it's time to give the volume pedal a little bit of love. You may ask what a volume pedal is. So let's be sure that we're talking about the same thing. In a common definition, a volume pedal is a treadle design pedal that goes up and down, kind of like a teeter-totter. It has an input and an output. The signal passes through a potentiometer, typically in the 250K range, just like the volume pot on a guitar. Unlike on a guitar, the potentiometer in the pedal does not roll off the signal at the pickup, it rolls off the signal after it's left the guitar. With the pedal all the way flat, referred to as toe down, the pedal should be doing nothing at all to the signal. In fact, that's the first thing I look for. No impact on the signal at all when the pedal is toe down. I don't want the level impact at all, and I specifically don't want any change to the impedance of the signal, as some pedals down the line react very poorly to receiving an impedance in the signal that they're not prepared for. Of course, the volume pedal should not color the sound at all when it's toe down, and it should never by default offer a buffered output as buffered outputs into fuzz pedal inputs, for example, don't go well together. And it's not just fuzz pedals. Many of the old style boosts are really twitchy when it comes to impedance variances. Many players look to a volume pedal as a swift way to mute the signal when changing guitars or to create quiet between songs. Volume pedal absolutely does this, but it can do a lot more. Today I'm actually seeing more tuners used as mutes than I do volume pedals. As a mute, a tuner does a fine job, but I always want to know if any buffering is being done in the tuner. Typically, even though I'm not a fuzz or even a dirty boost user, I want no buffering this early in the chain. I'm also not a skilled shoegaze or ambient player, but I do like the ability to control the volume quickly and to use the volume control to get a more violin-like tone. Folks like Jeff Beck and Eric Johnson do this using the volume pot on the guitar. I don't have that skill, and while I'm a fairly lousy drummer, staying in sync with a volume pedal is usually managed even by me. I also like that better volume pedals always have an always-on tuner out. I can raise the treadle to mute the signal to the amp or to other input while still sending a full power signal to the tuner. So the tuner is always on. This makes tuning corrections simple and fast, and if you're using a tailpiece that strives to go out of tune, such as many Bigsby-type units, the always-on tuner can tell you when the tuning is wandering even subtly. That's a requirement in my opinion, and if a volume pedal doesn't have a tuner-out option, it's off my potential purchase list. I just don't want the tuner in my pedal chain directly. I also want a volume pedal that is built tough. No plastic chassis allowed. I want to be able to put my full body weight on the pedal. I'm not planning to do this, but like anyone, I can be off balance once in a while, and I'm no good at levitation, so if my weight's going to come down on the pedal, it can't collapse or burst into shrapnel. 
I don't ever want a volume pedal that requires power of any kind. A few years ago, one of the makers built a tuner display right into the treadle of the volume pedal. I worried how this might impact impedance of through signal and also wondered how I was going to see the treadle if my foot was in the way. I don't know how all these units sold, but for me, it was a solution to a problem that I didn't have. I have to be straight that I believe that we as players are getting hosed hard by the prices of name brand volume pedals. Excellent products like the Dunlop, Ernie Ball and Exotic pedals are all just shy of $200 Canadian. They're superb units, but 200 bucks for an aluminum chassis that isn't even billet aluminum, that does have a fully and smoothly hinged treadle and a highly unsophisticated 250K pot, that's an egregious price as far as I'm concerned. However, they're gonna sell at that price as long as buyers are willing to pay it. There are a lot of very inexpensive volume paddles coming out of Asia at this point. But as I've not tried any, I have no guidance to offer. However, a volume paddle is a very simple thing. So I wonder how badly anyone could screw up one. You do want to have a positive non-slip relationship between the treadle and the pot. Whether that is through flexible media or via geared shaft, it doesn't matter. As long as it works. I've seen and heard criticisms of the Ernie Ball design, saying that it gets gummed up because it's open and that the string breaks. We have Broadloom here and cats and used to have a long-haired half-wolf if that combination of carpeting and pet hair never jammed up my Ernie ball pedals, you're probably going to be fine. I've also never had one of those so-called strings break on an EB pedal. In fact, looking at my pedals, I don't think they're string. We have to learn to separate the truth from the McMarketing BS. I have learned that a volume pedal doesn't have to be enormous or the size of your foot. There are now smaller and very effective pedals in the market. What we as players should care about is the smoothness and granularity of movement of that treadle volume. If that works for you, go as small as you can to save paddleboard real estate. Sadly, some of the smaller, well-built iterations, like the Dunlop, dumped the tuner output, and that made the pedal inappropriate to my use cases. Also be aware that while a volume pedal may have a jack to allow it to act as an expression pedal, an expression pedal is not built to act as a volume pedal. They're very different devices. They use TRS cables instead of TS, and you're never going to find out what the potentiometer value is. Save time and just get a proper volume pedal. Based on what I've bought and kept, I'm comfortable recommending the exotic FX volume pedal, the Dunlop full-size X8, but not the Mini, and the Ernie Ball 6180 Junior size. This smaller model has the same functionality as the larger and heavier unit, but costs a lot less money and takes up a lot less floorboard space. As always, thanks for listening. Please consider subscribing to the articles and the podcast so you get notified when a new one is posted. And until next time, peace.